Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Wednesday morning. Hope everybody's doing well, slept well, and ready to get your day going in the right direction. Appreciate all you wonderful people for joining me for this morning's devotions and getting it going in the right direction. Let's see what we got watching this morning. Let's see here. We got Miss Amy Oaks Turner, Tracy Little, Brandy Boyd Young, Darlene Barker, Karen Smith, and uh, let's see here, Jennifer Honeycutt. So I appreciate you all for tuning in. And uh, Darlene said prayers for Larky, Nancy, and Xavier, my grandson, please. Yes, ma'am. Mike Kinsley, good morning. Appreciate you all. Truly, truly, truly appreciate you guys for supporting this ministry and uh, being a part of this uh uh, these devotionals each morning. All right, my friends, at this time, let us do our morning Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. Alrighty. Praise the Lord that uh, we get to have that good, those good pledges each and every morning. And I uh, do hope you take them seriously, which I'm sure you do. And I'm glad that we had the freedom to do so. Well, I guess it's that time of morning for Mad Matt's news and comment. <laughs> it is, uh, tell you what, guys, it just is showing how godless our society has become. Uh, there was leaked footage from an undercover journalist at Disney uh, showing one of the executives talking about how that Disney is going full-on blown woke and that they will no longer refer when they open up. They would say boys and girls and people of all ages, welcome to the park or something to that extent. Uh, that, that now there could be people <laughs> that uh, may not be born female, that does feel, feel like a female, and they will no longer use verbiage to uh, refer to one as princess. And uh, it's just... Guys, oh my gosh, how sick! I mean, the the one place and and the you know that we the kids should be able to go to and have this garbage not pushed upon them. It should be Disneyland, you know. I mean, the fact that you know here, the very aspect of Disney was built on not only a mouse, but um, uh, talk, you know, look at the majority of their movies talking about princesses. And uh, the the knights and uh, the the uh, the prince and uh, Prince Charming and it just uh, it's it's nauseating. Uh, you know, I, you know, I'm a big Superman fan. I've got a huge Superman collection. I've got a Superman tattoo. <laughs> but you know, it is uh, I like watching that show uh, Superman and Lois. It comes on the CW. The CW is notorious for pushing the LGBTQ agenda. And uh, on Twitter, after last night's episode, which I have a feeling they're going to make one of the 
uh, female characters are lesbian are really hinting and pushing towards that direction. If they do, I, I may just quit watching because I'm sick of it. But anyway, on Twitter, the first thing somebody said is, when are you going to make uh, one of the main characters buy? I said, what's with the garbage, man? Why push this agenda? So far up to this point, it's been a pretty good family, decent family show. Why? Why put that in every single flipping thing out there? I don't get it. What, what does it matter? Can we not have, look, we get it. There's gay people. We got representation in every daggone thing. You can even watch a commercial without it in it. Why can't we just have one family show without that mess in it? But now kids can't even go to Disney now without this. All, all because of this uh, bill that was pushed by DeSantis in Florida because he doesn't want to see our kids groomed and indoctrinated and brainwashed, have genitalia discussed to kindergartners. Uh, and so because of this, uh, uh, what they claim, the don't say gay bills, why they're pushing this at Disney. Yeah, I saw on uh, another article where a homosexual says, uh, teacher, a teacher now in Florida said, I don't feel like I can talk about my relationship. You don't need to be talking about that to a bug group of kids. You know, it just... It just really makes me angry. And I've just, I've tell you what, guys, I've just had a belly full. And I tell you what, it's about to come to the point where I feel like I'm about this far from a, a war. I'm, I'm just, I'm just that, I'm just that done with it. I really am. But, um, uh, good morning, Debbie Jackson. Sup? And Amy said, the prince doesn't seem too charming anymore. Yeah, really. And Angel Dixon, good morning. Yeah, yeah, really. The prince charming thing. You know, it's like, uh, uh, we're showing uh, how far chivalry has come. Uh, the uh, uh, Mass and I was watching a show yesterday, and the guy said, uh, "Will it offend you if I open the door for you?" Talking to a woman, I thought, "Oh my gosh, man, is this where we're at now? That it's offensive to ask a woman, you know, hey, can I get the door for you? Can I carry something for you? You know, used to that was considered to be chivalry. That was considered to be uh, respectful. That was uh, uh, to show kindness. And now that's deemed offensive. The heck with that. If I see somebody needs help, I'm open the door. I don't care whether they like it or not. They can get all crying and weeping over it. Uh, just like I was reading an article this morning uh, from JHL that um, the softball players are crying because the coach has been speaking so rough to them. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Anybody who's played any sports at all knows the coaches talk to you like a dog. He said he's mean and says mean words, and he, he makes us feel bad about ourselves. <laughs> you know, he's trying to, to motivate you. But what do you expect from a college who has to have a dog? This, this blows my mind. Here we have adults going to college. They're no longer children. They are adults going to college, and they have to have a, 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 a stress dog to go pet. When they're feeling too stressed, they have a dog there. They, they can go and pet. What a generation of weenies that we have raised. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you know how stressed I've been in college? The last thing I thought about is, I need a dog to, to pet. I mean, you know, I love animals next to the next person, but I was just, come on, guys. You know about your snowflakes, man. That's why you have to have your safe spaces and your Play-Doh for, for grown adults in college. It is, it is nauseating, uh, you know. Uh, I weep for our future. I weep for our nation. If we were to be attacked right now, I don't know what would happen. I really don't. I think you'd have a, a handful of people who'd actually have the intestinal fortitude to stand up and do something. The rest of them be like, I need my dog to pet. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, I don't know. Guys. It's just, it's nuts. Then you got Biden out there who is so... 
mentally incapable of running this country that he literally they showed the paper where he has to read off his answers and they have to hand pick pre-approved uh, uh, news individuals journalists to ask him questions to cherry pick questions it's just it is beyond scary how weak we look right now and uh, we got a rambling idiot vice president that laughs like a hyena all right guys done with news and comment let's go to our first of discussion this morning and uh john chapter 15 verse 15 says no longer do i call you servants for the servant does not know what his master is doing but i have called you friends for all that i have heard from my father i have made known to you you know, my friends, there's, uh, and I say that uh, with all sincerity, I do consider those who are watching this morning my friends, and thank the world of all of you, and, uh, you know, friendships are very rare, and it's, sometimes it's hard uh, to find a true uh, friend who won't uh, stab you in the back, and won't uh, uh, talk about you, and eat you up to your face, and then talk about you like a dog behind your back. It's rare to find that. I personally, and you know, I'm not, it's kind of my own thing. I, I keep people kind of at an arm's length. I don't really let a lot of people, if anybody really in besides my spouse or my children, but I, uh, I just kind of, I don't really have friends and I do that for a number of reasons. I had my best friend, Lance, who died of cancer, me and him were inseparable. We were like brothers uh, through uh, high school and uh, for a few years after high school before he passed, they had to amputate his leg below the knee, again above the knee, and then it spread into his bones. And He passed. That, that, was, a, that was a pretty hard hit. It was a good, good punch to the gut. That's the first time anybody really, really close to me had passed away. And um, so it, uh, uh, it just really... I don't know how to describe it. it just uh, I don't want to say jaded, but it you know it, it was tough because he was literally like my brother. In fact, Lance was adopted, and so I was probably more like his brother than his adopted brother. Which that's a whole other story. I'll save that for another time. But anyway, and then uh, fast forward to when I, of course I had my good friend Steve. Me and him I ran around a lot together. And once we got married, we kind of went our own way. And then fast forward a few years, and uh, when I started working at the church, uh, Richie Green's brother David, me and him become pretty good friends, and uh, he's all the time over here at the house. And well, unfortunately, he passed away. So, I uh, it's probably the safest thing for you to stay alive is not to be my friend. <laughs> you know, it is. Uh, so I, I'm not very. I'm not. And besides that, growing up. Uh, with my dad being a minister, I've seen my dad be really good friends with individuals and take on places, buying things, and they turn out stab him in the back time and time again. And that's one reason why I didn't want to be a pastor. I thought, who wants that? Who wants to live like it? I don't want that. So I am, you know, I consider, um, you know, uh, many people in the church a friend. Yes, good friends. Yes. But I don't really have what you would consider a best friend because I just I just don't it makes me nervous. I'll be honest with you, it really makes me nervous. And so I just kinda I kinda my own I kinda be honest with you, I like I like my solitude. I like I like reading my books. I like uh, piddling around on a guitar. I, I like riding on my motorcycle. I just kinda I kinda like being my own little you know, I know the old saying is no man is an island unto himself, but you know, I kinda like my own little little area of doing things. Hello, Terry Hutchison and Caroline Kelly. And, uh, but the one individual we know can be our best friend is Jesus Christ. You know, what a wonderful thing that God uh, shows us mercy, shows us love, 
uh, you know, shows us grace. Uh, but we don't, we need to be very careful, you know, that uh, we don't take advantage of that. Yes, Jesus Christ is our best friend. He is there for us. He walks with us. He talks with us. However, uh, we cannot, uh, we have to remember he is still God Almighty and he still uh, demands that reverence and he still demands that respect. So we need to be very careful about that. I think some people take who Jesus is too lightly. Uh, yeah, he's just my buddy. Well, you know, it's just kind of like uh, a parent-child relationship. I can be, they're my bestest little buddies, but at the same time, I am still their parent, and they're still going to respect me, and they're still going to do what I tell them. While they're under my roof, they're going to do what I tell them. You know, that's a problem with a lot of kids today. All these parents want to do is have buddies and not be parents, and that's why you've got a whole slew of kids out there with no respect for anything or anybody. You know, I, I will. I, they're my little buddies. I think the world of them. But at the same time, our responsibility as a parent to discipline, to make sure they're in the right direction, to make them mine. Well, same thing with God. You know, Jesus Christ is our friend. But at the same time, he demands that reverence. He demands that obedience. He demands that respect. And we need to follow suit and do as such. You know, as we look at this verse here, uh, it says that no longer do I call you servants, but the servant does not know what is his master is doing, but I've called you friends. That is not to totally eliminate uh, the slave-master relationship, because we'll see on down, if you if you look this verse up in John 15, 15, we look on down, that Jesus again refers to us as slaves. Now, we, I know that slaves is uh, is such a dirty, horrible word, and, and uh, to uh, own another individual is horrible and is wrong. Uh, however, you know, of course, like you, like uh, if you're a if you're a Star Wars fan, like I am, uh, Boba Fett's uh, ship was known as Slave One. Well, they had to eliminate that and call it uh, Fire Spray, and you know, just even the very mention uh, to say slave is now so offensive it can't even be uttered under the breath of, of individuals. Now, very interesting little side note. You know, yes, uh, I understand the horrible mistreatment of African Americans. I don't deny that. I don't minimize that. It was a horrible time and place in our history. Should have never happened. But some of the first slaves, believe it or not, were white people, particularly those from Ireland. I don't know if they were into, into servitude. I don't know if people realize that or not. But anyway, a uh, little, little side history uh, footnote there. But when you look at this, even God's word talks against uh, owning another individual. All right, so we we know that it's wrong; it's unbiblical. But when we talk about this kind of master-slave relationship between us and Jesus Christ, it's not a type of of man-owning, oppressive type of ownership. Uh, what we are talking about here between us and Jesus Christ, He is our He is our Master, our Lord, our God. Uh, his yoke is easy. His burden is light. Uh, he, we do this in order because we are sold out to Jesus Christ. He bought us out. That's what redeemed means. He bought us out. See, we were slaves to sin. We were headed to hell, but Christ's blood bought us out of that, and now we are slaves to Him. Not in an oppressive way, in a willing way, because we want to serve the master. See, a lot of times we people want to throw up in the Bible, well, there are slaves in the Bible. Now, it's not how you think. It wasn't the type of, of, of race uh, 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 slavery as we would know it today. 
doctors, attorneys, they would sell themselves in this type of situation because they knew they would be well taken care of. So it wasn't, again, an oppressive kind of thing. They did it. And so as we give our lives over to Jesus Christ, we know that we will be well taken care of, that God has our back, that God's going to take care of us, and that he is going to encourage us, that we he gives us the gift of salvation, that we get to spend an eternity all in heaven. And so that's one, and because we're sold out to him, we want to do that obedience. We want to do those things that are pleasing unto the Father. So yes, Christ is our friend, but he is our Lord and master as well. So I hope that makes sense. But um, I, uh, I'm sorry, guys. Hold on one second here. We're getting another, another spam message. This comes across at least once or twice a week. I'll just ignore that comment if you saw it pop up it's nothing uh, it is nothing but spam do not ever when you see that pop up when i'm doing devotions do not pay any attention it's almost copy and pasted word for word what i see uh every other week or every week a couple of times a week sometimes when i'm doing devotion it makes me so angry don't ever ever give money to these people if you ever notice they'll put a phone number on there and it's never a local number or area code so uh, it's just it's bogus don't pay no attention to it it's not showing cold-heartedness but showing wisdom to understand that people are trying to scam you so i apologize for that that really makes me angry uh, to see that kind of uh, a comment, uh, uh, somebody trying to rip you off while we're trying to do a, a devotion uh, and trying to understand God's word. And I, you know what? That's a good teaching moment. You know, God calls us to be as wise as serpents and harmless as doves. We have to have discernment. We have to have to be sensitive to the leading of the Spirit. And, uh, you know, somebody will put a, 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 a comment on there like that to tug at the uh, uh, heartstrings. But it is a scam, just like it. That's no different than the email you would get from a um, uh, uh, what is it, a Nigerian <laughs> prince who says that if you give him a thousand dollars, he will guarantee you a million dollars that he has in trust in a bank. I mean, you know, we know it's bogus. So God tells us we have to have wisdom, we have to have discernment, we have to understand these things. So understand that and realize that that is just bogus uh, baloney. It really makes me angry, and I apologize. But the fact is, my friends, um, uh, here's a good little uh, paragraph, I guess, to read here. Uh, A master could command a slave, fix dinner for 50 guests tomorrow, but he didn't need to explain why he was having so many for dinner. But a master who viewed himself as a friend to his slave would have explained the situation behind such a large dinner party. Jesus' point in our text is that he has openly shared with the disciples the things that he has heard from the Father by all things. He means all things necessary for them to know at this point. Um, He tells them uh, he has many more things to tell them, but they could not bear them yet. After the resurrection, he opened their minds and understand the scriptures in ways that they could not understand before. So as we see this, God, Holy Spirit uh, that has descended down upon us, has opened our minds and helped us to have a broader understanding of who Christ is, what he had to do, his atoning work, opened our hearts and minds. And what's a wonderful thing is that Christ chose us to be his friends. It goes back to election. He chose chose us before the foundation of the world. He chose you, which makes that relationship, that friendship so much sweeter and so much better. Let us have a word of prayer. Therefore, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. Lord, we just praise your holy name. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be sold out to you. Help us to serve you well, to be obedient. And uh, Lord, help us, Lord, to uh, always to search you out daily. 
to grow and to uh, have a better understanding of who you are and our role to play uh, as we live on this earth. And Lord Jesus, help us to keep our eyes focused on you each and every day. And Lord, I pray for all those who are watching and listening this morning. Help them to understand, learn, and know, uh, Lord Jesus, your word. Help protect them, watch over them. Keep them safe while they're going out and coming in. Be with our children as they're going out and about. Lord, I do pray that um, you'll be with our uh, brother in Christ, Troy Hood, and Tony Peters, and uh, Lord, so many, uh, the little boy Braden, and uh, Lord, so many we said we'd pray for that uh, we see online each and every day. And Lord, I just pray to be with us all and help us to serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I do appreciate you all for tuning in this morning. And hello, Jennifer Corby Williams, appreciate you tuning in. But I uh, hope everybody has a great day today and a fantabulous day. Don't forget to tune back in this evening at 7 o'clock for our Wednesday evening service. So remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.